Hi, I'm Ewan, and with over 20 years of experience in theatre, TV and film, I know that a showreel is an essential tool to present your work. If you're an actor, director, designer or any creative interested in bringing your CV to life, contact Showreel Scotland for high-quality showreel you can be proud of. Slick. Affordable. Professional. Showreel Scotland. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Putting It Together. This is the Creative Conversations podcast. My name is Brian O'Sullivan, and you're with me for the next hour, if you choose to be. And my guest this week is Ewan Donald. Uh, He's returning to the show, but in person for the first time, which is great, because some of those uh, mid-lockdown interviews, they're a bit hazy for me, I don't know about you, uh, and trying to edit them together with people's own home studios and trying to go down the line. It's just nice to sit across from friends and talk about everything that makes us tick and what's important to us and all that stuff. Ewan is a terrific actor, a brilliant actor, and one I've looked up to for a long time. His work ethic and um, and method and all that, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes is quite amazing to watch. And his performances are, are outstanding, you know, due in no small part to that work ethic, I'm sure. There's Fenway. All right, dog. Sit up there. Sit up. Sit up. There we go. Yes, so a great work ethic and, and a huge talent and um, quite a CV to boot. So good to chat about that stuff and also about his new venture, which you've heard about already and you will hear more about uh, in the interview. And yeah, just just life in general and catching up and all that stuff. Um, how are you this week? I am well. I am uh, in a good, I seem to be in a sort of an upswing, I think. The the dog stuff is going really well. Fenway's doing great. And uh yeah, things are things are ticking along not too badly. I I did I had a day today where I had a massive to do list and I did actually do all the things on the list, um, which is great and it's, it doesn't happen that often. But I did it, and uh, you know I'm starting panto in, in a week and a half, so I'm just kind of trying to get a few ducks in a row, um, and I'm very much looking forward to going up to Pitlochry to see my pal Sally Reed play Shirley Valentine that's very exciting and some lovely notices and a lot of great public feedback so I'm really excited for her and proud of her um, she's another brilliant person and a brilliant actor so that's great speaking of performances you should catch this week at a play a pie and a pint Alfold oh, I hope I pronounced that correctly Alfold by Joe McCann Joe who was on this show not too long ago talking about his play The Bookies Uh, this is directed by Dominic Hill so it's presented uh, in conjunction with The Sits and the cast includes Francesca Hess Benjamin Osugo and Sam Stopford and it also goes to the Traverse Theatre so it's on this week at A Play A Pie and A Pint or more in Glasgow until Saturday uh, which is the 30 no 29th and then next week it's on at the Traverse Theatre, week commencing the 31st, so two chances to catch this, uh, very what looks like a very exciting show and a really interesting storyline. I'm just going to read the copy here. A young interracial couple whose marriage is on the verge of collapse have a life-altering encounter with a mysterious stranger as they travel through the great Hungarian plain. And uh, what I love about A Play A Pint and A Pint is, listen to that, listen to that promise, listen to what this play is seeks to show you uh, even in its most basic form and that's so ambitious (laughs) it's great as they travel through the great Hungarian plain they have a mysterious encounter it's so much to try and pack into that short space of time not not to mention the short rehearsal time and tight budgets and stuff and they do it they keep bloody well doing it so get down there get yourself a ticket you get to see a great play you get to see emerging and established talent and see great writing some of which is is new and some of which or it's all new but some of which is from new emerging writers and some from writers that have been around for a long time and done great work um it's a great mixed bag and there's always something for for somebody in there you know Uh, so anyway i'm just plugging it because i think it's a great thing and it's still a great thing Uh, and now under the the leadership of Jemima Levick, it just grows and grows. So get down there and you get a pie and a drink for your ticket price as well. It's about 15 quid, 16 on Friday and Saturday. And it's also available in a similar style at the Traverse Theatre next week. So yes, highly recommend you do that. 
and you know for your soul in general to go to things read things um see things encounter things as much as you can be out there because it's all too easy to to hide isn't it or to say oh i won't go it's cold it's getting cold it's dark you know the clocks are going to change on saturday and that's a whole new level of of denial of <laughs> full of reasons why we shouldn't go anywhere or do anything we must push past it get the overcoat on enjoy your scarves if i give you one piece of advice it's this enjoy your scarves i'm about to get all mine out of the cupboard put them through the wash got a large collection of scarves it's oft been commented on by sally reed and richard conlon and um, it's fairly tongue-in-cheek i'd say but that's fine i don't care i've just bought a fantastic fedora as well i'm living it up i don't care i'm going to enjoy this weather and i i recommend you do the same don't give yourself any excuses to avoid life because the only way out is through the only way out is through anyway Enough life advice for now. I'd like to bring you now my guest of the week. It's the amazing Ewan Donald. He's with me and we are putting it together. As soon as you see that person again. But when you see, yeah, and you go, oh yeah, all that shit. (laughs) That whole big story that we created. Yeah. Madness, and then you could go mm-hmm. back into it, and you go, "That was funny," but no one will ever understand. Yeah, why it's funny? Uh, uh, well, only uh, Brian will find this funny, but he's not here. Ah, Damn. Damn it, yeah. I'll I tried text to do him. it. I tried to do it over text to you today. I was like, "Oh, some like quoting." I was like, "Doesn't it work?" <laughs> you need. To, I'm glad we're in person and doing this in person. We did one over the over the, the airwaves, the, didn't we? The, with the COVID, lock, the lockdown, oh, and boy. that. Yeah. So yeah. it's been actually years since I've actually seen you in person. Really? Yeah. No, I saw you at the Trav not that long ago. Did you? Oh, you did. Fuck. <laughs> you came to my show. <laughs> so Such a memorable performance. <laughs> I was driving through you thinking, I've not seen Brian for two years. That sounds a bit more dramatic than, I've not seen you for years. Oh, you're and he's like, you saw me at the Traverse, wind yeah. out the sails. <laughs> <laughs> and also like makes me go, mind when I saw you and you said, oh, that was a great show. I was like, it doesn't even fucking remember what show it was. Well, it was Oscar. It was that shit that you did. Uh, you did. No, it wasn't. That you wrote and and you wrote the music and you wrote the words and everything uh, and that. acted in it. The hell, the hell thing. I don't. I still don't know how people do that in two weeks. It's mad. It's, it's nuts. No, it gives me hives just thinking about it. Well, we didn't. I didn't write it in two weeks. No, but you just to to learn it and to mm. the music and um, you've done that though. I know, but it was hellish. Oh, right, uh, okay. Yeah, I've done like, it, but it was hell. It was. Uh, I did a, a Michael Mara show called uh-huh. St. Catherine's Day with Richard Connell and Jemima Levick directed it, and we didn't have a script for the first week. Oh, God. The first week, well, and then you only have a week to learn Do you it. mean it was about Michael Mara or it was by Michael Mara? No, he had written a story, a short story. Right. And then we sort of improvised, like, actual dialogue. Oh. Um, out of the story, and then Jemima sort of, you know, brought okay. it together. Then okay. we went, okay, that's it. Now, now like, we I've got it. a week to learn this. Oh. And so and songs, and Michael Mara was in it as well. So he was um, in it. He was in it. When yeah. was that? Two thousand eleven. So he can't have. He he mustn't have died much was, longer after that. I think it was a year later, maybe. Yeah. Um, but he, funnily enough, he used to. We were all really nice, you know. You're just shitting yourself. Eh? You just like, well, I don't, yeah, and I, I don't know this. I don't know these words yet. And, so, and Michael used to get really upset, not upset, eh, anxious before the show started. Mm-hmm. Seemed like, oh, and he was really nervous about performing in front of people, which is yeah. So that made me it? feel better. Yeah, like a legend, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I still looking back in it. I was, I was looking at some pictures we took together, and I was like, oh, I wish I could. I wish I'd asked them more questions, and mm. especially when someone's gone. I know. Think, and, wow, uh, he amazing. Was just a beautiful soul, mm. a really lovely man, and really kind of super talented. I still listen to his stuff now. It's just. Oh, great. I just love it. It's got such a wistful quality to it. Yeah, and, it and puts you right in that wistful place. Completely, um, but no one can really. It's just. I can't imagine anyone singing those songs. Anyone else singing those nah. songs? Eh? It never works. No, nah. they can do a version, but it's like nah. there is. The, I know, and the few songs I can play on the piano, play uh, "Take Me Out Drinking." Mm-hmm. That's just class. I love Mother Glasgow. Oh, then the second city of the empire. That kind of like gravelly, smoky voice that he had. And all will be well. Yeah. Oh. Just, hermless. Hermless, just oh, brilliant. Hermless. Yeah. So there's proper. Uh, 
He's a proper geezer. Proper geezer. Yeah, that's bad. I didn't know you'd worked with him. Yeah. Where was that show at? It went just a play pint of pint, and then it went to Dundee. Then it just did another week in Dundee, and that was it, really. Do you, do you have to do Dundee? Is that in your contract now? You can't. If you do a show, it has to go to Dundee, right? Well, yeah. It's a, it's a prerequisite. You have to spend a certain number of days a year <laughs> in Dundee. <laughs> people just think I'm there all the time. I'm not there all the time. I'm, I'm That's a misconception. No, but it happens all people, the time, doesn't it? Tens of people think I'm there all the time. <laughs> Over a dozen people have said things to me about, they said, how are you? Yeah. Um, I get that. For a while, I was going back and forward to the States and playing for Irish dancing, but mm-hmm. it was like a weekend in a month. But, it, but because of my social media and stuff, it just became like, oh, you live in America now? I was like, yeah. no, 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 don't no. not phone me because you think I live in yeah. America. Please offer me stuff. Yeah. I so like, oh, we never phoned you because we knew you live in America. I was like, I really don't live in America though. I know. You're like, I'm not, I I'm don't not, live in Dundee all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, the th- people, because, you know, even I'm part of the ensemble, if you mm. like, um, I'm still freelance. So it kind of mm. is a negoti- negotiation, I guess, with Dundee Rep to see, you know, what if I'm right for a show or if I'm not. And then I'll just, kind of step out so I'm not there like all the time so, so you don't want people going oh you know you and he's tied to yeah, the rep but I think that's what, never, yeah. you'd never you, get you, you know, don't ask don't even bother asking the two people that actually do that <laughs> wonder who they are I've always wondered <laughs> you you're one of them <laughs> me can I get you in to come down to my house and do a podcast didn't have to ask anybody you know it was easy actually to book you no yeah it's, you're one of the easiest really, people I've it's had. really easy yeah. <laughs> it's like he said any day <laughs> So you've been doing, I mean, it has to be mentioned that you've done so much work at Dundee, particularly over the last few years. Yeah. When you, when I worked there with you, I feel like you hadn't been there that long on that stint, maybe? Mm. What was that, 2017? 16, I think. 17, 16, yeah. No, 17, 17 right. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I just joined the ensemble in January 2016. I'd worked there prior to that on and off since right. 2004. So, yeah, I'd been there kind of on and off, but I joined the sort of in a six-month contract, which was right. like six-month contract as an actor. It's like, it's Never heard such yeah. nonsense. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, and then kind of, you know, you would get, you know, a four-month contract, a two-month contract. So, but I was, since then, yeah, I've been part of the kind of ensemble mm-hmm. or the, yeah, the ensemble. Mm-hmm. But know? it's different to what it used to be, isn't it? We think about... Well, it was 20 years ago, yeah. yeah. It, was like, it was like 14 of them or something to start with, and then it slowly, slowly built. And Jemima wanted to add to it, and she added to it in 2016, then sort of people left, and, you know, and it's sort of a weird, mm. um, sort of five of us, but obviously there's people like yourself that come in, and yeah, yeah so. Gosh, I'd like, to, I'd like to do more, really, one day. Yeah, it's a nice place to work. And it is, yeah. yeah. It's one of those places where I feel like, the theatre is the main thing. Yeah. Instead of, I often describe it as other places where you go, I feel like the play's getting in the way of the business of the cafe here. <laughs> and the Janny's like, are they still actors still kicking about? <laughs> like, you're in the Janny's way because yeah. he needs to stack the chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never yeah. like that at the rep. It's no, like, it, the theatre is what's happening here and all these other things are around that. Yeah, I think you need to get friendly with the box office and the cafe bar staff because they are like, Almost like the beating heart of the they place. They are, yeah. They're yeah. like the mafioso of the place. You know, you're <laughs> yeah. like going, it you need to. all comes through us. Oh, yeah. So if you want to hear about any goss or anything, get down to the box office. or the, And they're great. They're friend, I think they're up for an award, actually. The, the, I think it's the, I'm to get this right, but the, their finalists is between them and a theatre down in Ipswich for the like, friendliest box office staff. Or, oh, that's yeah, yeah. great. But I would great. agree with that for sure. No, they're so lovely. And that's the kind of, that's what you want when you come into a theatre, not like, what you want? Yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, I've never really experienced that, but... Mm, I <laughs> don't know, there's a couple really? of... Like, yeah. Or like, you, it's like you're in the way again. They're like, well, I mean... I went to the Theatre Royal the other night to see something and I had... It was a ticket that was arranged by someone at the Playhouse. I was going there for the podcast. So it was kind of like a weird, like a press comp or something. I don't know how mm. it works. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I don't, can't find the email that has the code on it. And the woman said, right, well who booked it and I was like um, such and such I said a name and she went right and I said my name's O'Sullivan if that's any use and you know what she said to me she looked at me she went well I'm, I'm, I'd have to search through a thousand bookings to find O'Sullivan and do I was it like, then well, don't you work in a box isn't that the thing someone mm. gives you the name and you find the ticket I think that's your role here that's it she was so, such a huff and I actually went 
which is ironic because I went passive aggressive but I said it as I turned away which in turn is quite passive aggressive so I don't know (laughs) where you're left with that I can't deal with that oh god I'd probably have said something a bit harsher than that you would have yeah I would have just but I'm trying not to these days trying not but but that that is you don't get that at Dundee you don't get that at Dundee Red Box Office you don't get that I know it's like like I was talking to my mate the other day about that thing where the person behind the desk says well I would need to I would need to call it up in the system and you're like right then do you know they say it as if they're really put out well I'd I'd need to I'd need to type it in and then I'd need to go around the back and find it (laughs) yes okay I'm in agreement with you I think you should do that just say nothing like Hmm? yeah do it (laughs) (laughs) well get a jildy on then it's no finding itself jildy jildy So you're you're going moving into directing a bit now and kind of branching out into all different areas, video, diary, video, vlog, what do you call it? Yeah, yeah, Romana and I started a YouTube channel just under Romana and Ewan as a kind of travel and lifestyle and we've done like 95 vlogs now. Wow. So... I had I mean, no we, idea you'd done that many. Yeah, it's crazy. We, we, so we do one a week. Right. Still. Um, and yeah, we're trying to develop it, trying to kind of get a bit slicker, you know, like mm-hmm. anything you kind of uh, start out doing, it's always a wee bit shaky at the start, any kind of new technology, new editing, a new software and all that kind of thing. And So that's been good. And then off the back of that, um, I, because I, I sort of developed the editing kind of thing, I thought I'd start this little sideline um, called Showreel Scotland, which yes. is basically creating showreels for... Um, Actors, designers, whoever, really. Mm-hmm. So, just and Romana helped me build the website, which uh, she'll probably be laughing at because there was a lot of swearing involved. <laughs> well, and working I, with a partner like that is always. Well, it wasn't that. Romana, because she's got her own business, she'd made her website and then she says, Oh, go on to Wix because that's, mm-hmm. that's the best place to do it. And I was like, No, no, I'm going to do WordPress. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard that's better. Six months later, I still hadn't got anywhere. And she was like, <laughs> Why don't you come and try it on Wix? No, 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 I'm no. Doing more press. I'm doing more press. And, said, and then, and I was just, she heard me and she's just pulling her hair out, kind of going, just try it, just try it. It's free, try it. So I did it in two weeks. Oh, there you go. I find yeah, WordPress like, baffling. Oh, I, can't, I just my website do it. for all this podcast and everything's all in WordPress, and I'm like, I look into it. And I it's don't, just mad. Did you do it yourself? No, no, no. I've got someone that did it, but I have to update it. But I put the new episodes on, and it's like when you go in, it's like. Walking into the underground of the oh. Pentagon or something, it's like there's too much going on here, and you, I can't move anything. It was just like it was a nightmare. Yeah, you just so want to go grab that and drag it and stick it uh, over there. Yeah. That's what you want, right? Well, the, the Wix thing is so much better at that. It's, it's more user friendly, and, and I don't get the rage with it. So, <laughs> so anything that can help you avoid the rage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. But th- that's the thing these days. Eh? It's like any little kind of thing. You try and just like calm down, you, and it's okay. Just take a breath, literally take a breath. Yeah, because for me, it's like, oh, well, the whole thing's fucked. That's what yeah. I do. I go, click, it won't work. Oh, fuck the whole thing. <laughs> Throw yeah. it out the window. Like, oh. I'm zero to that in, yeah. in a so, second. So am I. Yeah. No, it's a nightmare. Like many people, I suppose. Yeah, but it's, it's. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, especially if Romana's in the room, I need to just, she's like, don't get upset. Ooh. So you hear it building. Don't Sound like the bloody upset. Hulk there. Don't get upset. That's <laughs> the last thing we need. But it's ridiculous because you're just going, I'm not going to get anywhere by being pissed off at this thing, but, oh, yeah. you know, because you want it to that. be perfect now. all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yesterday. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. And then the directing thing, well, I've directed one show before and I guess it was that thing about going, I wonder what this is like. I'd like to mm-hmm. give this a go. Not that I necessarily want to make a career out of it. I just kind of wanted to experience it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was good on the whole mm-hmm. but you know it's quite stressful a lot of responsibilities but it's kind of nice having that sort of creative control and working with good people mm. and um but so it's an assistant director this time so i've never done that before so that's kind of that'll be good and it's under jemima who gave me the job at dundee rep in the uh, first place yeah yeah, wow. yeah so so it'd be nice to watch how she kind of mm. um <coughs> works a rehearsal room over time. I've worked with her, get, you know, so yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I'll just um, picking up these little nuggets of things along the way and then and then I'll build my own empire. Well, once you've got your website, I mean, well, the sky's the limit, mate. <laughs> well, now you've found Wix. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what did you find the most challenging about being a director? Um, 
So when you give an actor a note and they look at you like, <laughs> like, the fuck's wrong you, with you? They just look at you like, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> and you've got to hold your own and not backtrack and go, I, oh, no, actually, it's okay. Just forget it. Yeah. So yeah, hold yeah. your own and try and go that you think that's the right thing. No, it could be. Look, maybe it's maybe it's just me, but you know, but let's try it and probably your way's best. Yeah. That way where you just unravel. Just let that silence run Oof. until they kind of accept it, and you know, because even they might not be think, thinking. They might be thinking that's a terrible note, but it's like, or and then just back up by saying, "Can we just try it?" Mm. And if it doesn't work, but don't be constantly apologising and stuff, you know. I think I'd find that hard. Yeah. Sorry to say that. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's really hard though, because that's hard. what I'm thinking inside. I'm kind of going, you know, given an act, people that are, you know, more experienced, that are older than you, but mm. you kind of got to kind of hold your own and go, no, this is what you want from this. So you've got to try and get it as best you can. And, mm. and the kind of, in a manner that's kind of, you know, not demanding in a manner that's kind of like, feels collaborative and and, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and feels kind of polite you know not go just do it right now <laughs> why can't you get this <laughs> just be louder <laughs> just be louder those yeah. classic things we all hear <laughs> I, I think it, it's helpful having having been an actor being an actor that being on the other side of it kind of going that's how I want to be spoken to well you, you know? know what doesn't work when you know what you hate when you hear it yeah uh, yeah, and so then just, just don't do those things. Yeah, definitely. and then just people giving you that that time and yeah. So I think a lot of things that I kind of would expect in a room, you know, that just you know, make sure actors get their breaks because mm. if if once you start down that road, it's like a mutiny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everyone's sitting there watching, yawning and stuff, and going mm, tea. Mm. Or people start putting the things in their bag at six minutes, six o'clock, and three <laughs> seconds, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know, but I think after five o'clock you've lost everyone. I I just worked till five because yeah, yeah. I know you've, you're always against time. But I was like, nah, you've lost them after five. It's gone. You're gone. Mm. It's like that, and work right up to six. I don't. I never see the point of that. It's, it's like, when you get to two minutes to six. There's a lot of directors who go, all right, let's just try that whole sequence oh, one no. more time. And you're like, no, no, no please. <laughs> oh, can name a period that done that? Oh, it's I like could. going, and you just look over and you go, I hate you. Yeah, I, I know. It's nearly out of here. <laughs> I've checked out of here 20 minutes ago don't well, do this I know 5 o'clock feels like a bonus because you can get home get your tea organised and then you're nice, done yeah. for the 6 o'clock news you know happy yeah. days who wants to watch the 6 o'clock but news but you've directed haven't you uh, yeah bits and bobs um, certainly when I started out I directed college stuff mm-hmm. um, and wrote I've directed a lot of stuff that I've written myself which I, I'm not sure is the best idea um, but what about another director directing your writing? Is that? And I you- really like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I really like that. I loved. Um, I wrote a one-woman musical for Oranmore that Danny Heron was in, and Leslie Hart directed it. But I was in the room, MD, and, and playing live for the show, and I got to watch Leslie like and D- Leslie and Danny sort of tease the whole thing out and figure it out. And I would try and shut up a lot of the time. But of course I would go, yeah, but also... So it was kind of the three of us figuring yeah. it out. But it's cool to watch someone else do that. It's um, got to be the right people in the room. Though. I think if you've got the right people, then it's all good. Because you're not going, oh, so you're the boss now and, I'm, and I've got no power over my own work. Or, none of that shit happens when it's mm. the right people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't, yeah. You're not like castrated by the removal of your work or some rubbish. But then I did the one we were talking about there, Oscar, where I was also in it and MD in it, but not directing it. And that's interesting because you go, oh, I wrote this thing, but there's someone else going, hey, but what if it's this? Mm. I'm like, I never thought it was that, but maybe it is that. And what about cuts and stuff like that then? Is it you precious about... St- Not at all. I'm no. just like, just cut it. Because I have no faith in myself. <laughs> is that what it comes <laughs> So when someone goes, I mean, we could cut the whole bit. And I'm like, I just cut. Just, let's not do it. Actually, should we just go home? <laughs> It's probably shite anyway. He's probably not want to do this after all, are you? Nah, he's tired, isn't he? Leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> Should we just do passing places? Just do a reading do, the passing place? Yeah, or bits of Hamlet or something. Just yeah. bits and bobs. Do a cabaret. <laughs> so you're you're not precious, but not it comes from a place of kind of just... It's low self-esteem, actually, more than anything. Um, I'll, I'll occasionally fight for a bit, but it'll be, it'll be one word as opposed to another. Not like, I, mean, I need to keep this whole page. It'll mm-hmm. be like, no, I think it's important for the rhythm of that sentence that he says, bang, 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 like that. Uh-huh. But it won't be like, 
No, you can't cut that sentence because it's so important. Do you know what I mean? It's usually rhythmic. Yeah, all right, okay, yeah, yeah. The feel of the moment rather than like, no, this this genius that I've written can't go in the bin. I'm like, get it to fuck. And I suppose when you hear it out loud... You can't deny it. If someone's making a good case for a cut and you've heard it and gone, oh, I can see how that... It's hard to not see how it needs cut. Yeah. Because if some intelligent director thinks it does, it probably does. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always tricky. I, just back in March, it, we did the the bookies. You mm. had a great play. Yeah, you had a, you had Joe. Joe was Joe, on the show yeah, around what, that time. What yeah. an absolute legend! Him Amazing and guy. Mikey are yeah. just brilliant. But we had to cut bits and stuff, and yeah. um, you know, you've got two writers there. You have to yeah. kind of deal with, but it's the kind of way you, you've got to justify it and stuff. But it, it, it's an interesting process because. Everyone's got their own opinion with their characters and stuff, and I was I was probably trying to cut stuff because it was like, look at all these lines I've got. <laughs> I was going, shit, am I actually want to cut stuff just because I want less lines? Because it was fairly constant in that show. It was like just a constant go. Yeah, apart I mean, from Barry, who got to kind of chill at the back uh, yeah, sometimes. I know. But I had a proper, I had a proper freak out on that about lines. Really? Yeah. Is that I mean, something I, that didn't happen before, or no, it's happening I, more now? I had a a wobble like. God, ten years ago with lines that I I got a proper sort of stage fright and I had to quit. I had to pull out the show. Wow! And then, um, and I had the same feeling uh-huh. at the start of this, and it was so irrational and so sort of crazy and manic. And you know, I spoke to I spoke to Romana about it, and she says, oh, "You can do it," you know. And she was great, and thankfully. You know, she kept because I was ready for quitting. I, I really wow. wanted to kind of. It was so bad. It was so so anxious about it. Um, I'm not sure where that came from. I still can't kind of figure it. I just didn't think I had enough time to learn it all, and I did. Mm-hmm. I had like four weeks, you know, and he did. But I just looked at it and like, I guess I just looked at it like it was a big mountain, and I didn't see the mm. base camp one, base camp two. But you know, yeah. I looked at it as just a huge big mountain, and like I can't do this. And I, I just had a proper wobble and. Thankfully, I stuck at it, and it was it was great, and it was a good experience. But it was a weird, weird time. I I just felt I was like I, I just I don't know. And then that 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 kind of anxiety about going, what if I go on and I don't know it, and, blah, 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 and, you just, <laughs> and it, it just creeps up and creeps up. And yeah. So I'm not sure where where that all came from. I'm not no, sure. but what it does call to mind for me is the the only time I've ever had anything close to that feeling was when we did Arturo Ui at the rep because such a huge part oh, yeah and all in this rhyming verse and I, there were like i had to spend evenings learning 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 mm-hmm. which is not something i really do like if i've got you know, a normal amount of stuff yeah in show, just by rote kind of thing you just kind of yeah i it don't goes normally in. it goes in because of the process and and you go over a scene a few times and you might run the lines in the corridor with someone when you're in between bits you know in the rehearsal room but i don't yeah. ne- normally i don't sit at home and like you know, yeah, pour yeah. over them, bang, bang, bang. Um, I've not found for a while that I've had to, but with that one, I really did. Mm-hmm. And I had links in my head, like ma- imaginary yeah, shit yeah. going all up because I was like, if I lose this, it's so stylized. You can't really make stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> you need to know it. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. As, as much, as, yeah, no, it's scary. And, and like you said, fine little tricks. I, I did a thing where I would like each kind of unit that I made for myself, I would have it a different color because mm. so I could see it in my head. Like, so this section of the show, this is the it green is, bit. This is the green bit, yeah, that's yeah. the pink bit, it, that's yeah. the kind of blue bit and stuff. And I thought, oh, that works, that's quite good. So then if you forget it, you can go, look, folks, I, <laughs> I know <laughs> it's a green bit. I don't know what it's, happens in it, but it's green. I know it's a, I know it's a green bit, it, it's a blue. I just go, blue, blue bit, <laughs> blue bit. <laughs> Two words, just one for pink. He's just lying on the floor, sweating, pink. I don't know what's going on. He just keeps saying colours because you just you can't call for a like you just don't call for a line, do you? No. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't. Line. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can't. You just have to get your way out of it, and everyone. But if you're on stage with other people, the chances are someone else has not got the fog descended over their eyes at that point. Yeah, and somebody, is able to pull well, you out. I mean, there's been a few, okay, but it was a nice cast, and and we're all kind of like everyone has their moments where you. you Who else was sitting that night? So it was um, young Benny, Benny, young Benny, young Benji, Benji, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, Barry and Irene. Oh, it was Irene? God, yeah. yeah. It was just 
the four of us, um, and Sally was directing it. That's right. So um, it was it was great. Uh, Once once I kind of got over my. Mm-hmm. absolute terror it was actually good because it was a good character he was a complete and utter bell end but he was yeah. like great he was gr- great entertainment it's uh, good to play someone like that yeah, you don't get was, that often enough no and like um, Joe and uh, Mikey had written because they, 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 they have a kind of quite unique kind of writing style Mikey wrote the first act mm. Joe wrote the second act Um what um, a strange way to do it! Yeah, I know it's, it's amazing, know. really, isn't it? Um, but the it was great fun to play. So it, it was proper, like proper Edinburgh guy, you know, yeah. and um, worked in bookies and just like completely, like, just just great fun. So <clears throat> it was great. Just we would just kind of muck about during tech and improvise and stuff like that, and it was it was fun. Yeah. So um, well, I enjoyed it eventually. Yeah, once yeah, you get over that yeah. hurdle. Do you think, do you ever feel you get typecast? We're talking about that kind of Edinburgh guy, bit of a lad or whatever. Have you found that? Not, not particularly, really. I mean, I did, like, last year, last Christmas, I did, like, Scrooge. And you think, oh, well, you know, I, I never put myself, I thought I was, like, too young. But mm. in the context of the show that we did, it, it kind of made sense because it was just like, oh, who's going to play Scrooge and you play Oh, it's one of those, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those. Someone um, hands him a hat. Imagine yeah, well, that's there's it. lots of hats on a hat stand and if you're playing a part, you just put a hat on. You know? Yeah. And well, be magic. well, because we've done it with like Crawford. Um, yeah, he's like and I just think he's an old, like... An old Scrooge yeah, guy. And, and you kind of go, okay, I'm, but I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm, 30, I'm like 44 now. Yeah. But um, no, I, I think I've had a good... I never feel like I've... I've had a good whack at like lots of different things. Yeah, mm. I never feel like I've, I'm like, give him that, he can do that. Is that, that, is that through Dundee, do you think? That I think broad range. Yes, aye. You don't I mean, get that other places so much. Maybe in the outer kind of world, maybe think, oh, you know, and oh, I'm not sure he can he can play that or do that. But oh, I'll give it. You know, you go from doing like some posh English guy in witness for the prosecution to playing Eddie and Gagarin Way, and you kind of go, well, that's a big kind of leap. Yeah. But and then just recently, I did the Steamy. Oh yeah, she played Andy. Is it Andy? Aye. Where yeah. and I was kind of looking at the people who had done it, and I was looking at Steve McNichol, was that like Harry Ward, and I was like going. Really, me and it was, and also I just Peter Mullen, yeah, Peter Mullen, the TV, yeah. Enough, yeah. And um, so th- that had its own kind of set of insecurities with it, you know, because it's mm. such an iconic play. And I'm thinking, oh god, he's Glasgow. And but as always, I just try and figure it out. And I, I basically, I thought, I remember I phoned Harry and I said to him, I was trying to glean as much information as mm. possible and kind of going, so. You know, you played drunk in it. So how drunk were you? And what was that joke you did? And blah, blah. I was just trying to basically steal anything I can, you know. But oh, is there an improvised joke, or is it like he tells a the, joke? It, in the script, it just says joke. Oh. And I was like, what was it? So I came. I, I sort of found a few jokes, but they weren't great. And I said, like, what joke did you use? And Steve used this joke, this uh, like joke, this war joke, because it's set. Right. You know, it's like nineteen fifty. It's set so nineteen fifty one. So it's like, so it felt kind of relevant. It was quite funny. And it was more like a wee story than it was a one-liner. Sure, sure, sure. So I was like, I'm having that. And I managed to convince the director. I was like, this is it's funny. I think it's a work. But, um, what could tell us it? Oh, my God. <laughs> I wondered if it was maybe the Chick Murray line where he goes to the doctor and he says, well, let me examine you. Have you got a war um, record? He says, yes. He says, what is it? He says, The White Cliffs of Dover by Vera Lind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stuff like that. I'm actually trying to... I'll, I'll try and... Harry... Harry sent me I can't it's ridiculous but I'm not like you like you remember stuff I will just literally just I'm not like you Brian I'm not like you but you will remember stuff I will completely and utterly just go no so once this show's done or you don't you don't remember other people's lines during even during the show do you well you know the way I quote back people's lines they all go into my head it's weird yeah it's, it's like once it's kind of I guess once it's sort of um if you're doing a longer run, mm-hmm. stuff goes in. But most of the time, yeah. I'm like, do you know what? Oh, I think it's it's here somewhere. I'll I'll, I'll let you know. Um, but that was quite a funny one because, I mean, it's it's that kind of weird thing that, like, when you see drunk, yeah, on a page, you kind of shit yourself a wee bit. Drunk, <laughs> tricky, one. laughing, crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those three things. So I was like, right. So I just started. I phoned Harry and spoke to him. And I watched lots of Rab C. Nesbitt because yeah. I thought like Gregor Fisher was like the best drunk Glaswegian ever. Yeah. So I thought I'll have some of that. I think Ricky Fulton was it for me. Ricky Fulton, was an excellent drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah. But those what? old guys, you know, 
from back back away. I can't even find that. Sorry, man. Oh. I can't remember it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> did it for a month. Can't even remember it. <laughs> remember the, it, was, it wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> was that not the last thing he did? I know. Yeah, <laughs> that was the last thing. That's wild. I know. I know. Uh, got terrible recall on that, but um, oh well. But that that was that was great doing that. Just sort of um, something that you kind of go, what is this kind of what is this thing that's been kicking around for like thirty five years? You know. Yeah, because there's a reason it's still going. Yeah. I suppose you're then going, you don't want to break it. You want to bring something to it, but you don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. That's There's tricky, a kind of responsibility it? there. Yeah. And I remember when we were reading it and that, you know, that I'd never read it. I'd never seen it. Yeah. Um, so I was, when You I hadn't read, seen what, the TV one even? No. Really? I hadn't seen anything about oh it. And gosh. Um, Romana's auntie had been in it way back in the 90s. Um, Muriel had been in it in the Lyceum. Right. And so Romana had memories of it, but I kind of, she was like, oh, I know the songs are great. And so I remember I read it and we got to this bit and I was like, what's this bit with the mints? I was like, oh, they'll cut some of that, eh? Goes on and on <laughs> for ages. <laughs> I was like, and then she was like, this mince bit goes on a bit. And she's like, oh, God. That's like saying, that's like listen, the- Abbott and Costello, we're going to cut who's on first. We're going <laughs> to yeah, cut that right I down. I know. It shows you how little and I didn't know anything. And it's was iconic, like, yeah. I know. So when you do it, you kind of understand it. And, yeah. and people like mouth the words. Yeah, yeah. But, I went to see yeah. the Kings in Glasgow on the tour that I think the one when Steve did it. And uh, people were talking along oh, with it. It's crazy. Oh, we stopped it was the mince. Where did you get the, the mince? Galloway's. You can Galloway's. hear people shouting Galloway's. They can't wait for that bit to come round. Yeah. Or the crazy. phone call bit. Oh. You know, where she's like in her well, house in, from chapel and they're yeah, pretending yeah. to be on the phone and all that. It's a series of kind of set pieces. Yeah. Really. Yeah. You know? And, um, and, and they're pe- all just so strong. Yeah. And and, and the songs are, are amazing. Yeah. You know, the songs, are, I got to perform that song, The Big Picture, you know, every night, and it was just so much fun. It was great. Dave Anderson has a real knack for songwriting that's different to anyone else. Yeah. They're laced with melancholy. Yeah. But they can be quirky and funny yeah. and light as well at the same time, I think. Yeah, no, it was it was a great experience to do, and, and it kind of grew into that sort of enjoying that role. Was Tony and, Roper involved? Doesn't he normally kind of get right involved in all the productions? No, I think he, he wasn't very well ah, right. at the time, but he he's they're very he's very particular, but you know, you can't you don't change any, it. You know, you don't change anything, mm-hmm. you know. I um, think he normally directs it. He like, does. If he yeah, can, I think, I he just think yeah, yeah, I think the last one he did at the Hydro, I think he mm-hmm. directed but no, th- that was the deal that right. Dundee had brokered, you know, that he was like uh, Becky was going to direct it and this is the kind of package, I guess. But yeah, do you know the, it was great? I mean, it was just nice to nice to hear people laughing. Yeah, it's nice to do you some know? big body laughs. Yeah, like that's what I enjoyed about doing my show recently. It was like people came and had a good yeah, laugh. I know. We all got together and had a yeah. you know a bit of a rammy. You know? I know, it's and great. it was kind of packed. You kind of go packed audience. They're loving it, having a great uh, time. What's not to love? And I I was on four scenes. I was like dancer i don't <laughs> he, know what it, it yeah, it's is. not a massive part is it no <laughs> nice though he, he comes in and just like tells his you know and then get tells his joke sings a song gets pissed up and uh, the al jolson bit is that in it yeah that wasn't he, just he, in the tv one no he does he does he's kind of he does his, again forgot everything about it and yeah i, I don't just know what you're talking about brian yeah, i've forgotten yeah. the entire show yeah but <laughs> i just cancelled it out three weeks ago gone no but um <laughs> do, because of you know because what about have you played drunk because you're sober now mm. uh, have I played drunk not not in recent memory oh, no that's not true actually it's not true I did a show recently called Thread and I played drunk in it a little bit but not much mm. there was a pub scene and I was supposed to be drunk for this whole song and I found it a lot of fun to do but really in order for me to make it work I really had to improvise bits so when somebody, it was when Charlie West was singing a bit, mm-hmm. I'd be going, that's right, John, boy, come on. You know, in between lines, pretending I was, you know that way a drunk guy goes right into himself and he's enjoying the song so yeah, much because yeah, yeah. he loves it. Your mother used to sing this, oh, I take it home, boys, come on. <laughs> and all that. None of it was in the script, but it really helped me. I was being an old Glasgow yeah, guy that yeah. was just a bit pissed and was yeah. harmless, that yeah. kind of drunk. Aye. But yeah, that's the first time I can really remember playing drunk. Of course, Danny had to do a lot of drunk hungover stuff in the musical that I wrote because mm. it's about a woman getting sober oh, right, yeah. 
Um, and there was a fair bit of like her turning to me in rehearsals and going, is that what would really happen? Not like, what's it like to be drunk, but like, would it be this extreme? Mm. Would she really be waking up, you know, lying on her own floor, not in her bed? And I'd be like, yes, absolutely she would. Yes, uh, I've experienced that. Yes, I would. I mean, she would. <laughs> so that, there was a lot of talk about that. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting you saying about the, the, the light or dark drunk, because when I started, when I first was come, you know, coming into the scene, it was like, Irene was like, it's quite, Dark, like dark, you know. No, I was like, oh my god, really? And he's like, I don't know. And so he was like, you know, maybe make him a little bit kind of, you know, more of a happy drunk. Because yeah. I was coming in, I was like, face, I was just going to kick <laughs> the shit out of everyone, you know. And it was like, you better not be using the yeah. stove to clean greasy overalls, yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you and I was all doing. Yeah, <laughs> can you do less creepy drunk? Can you do just I, like it was fun? all it was all that it was all Cheers. dark, violent, <laughs> creepy. <laughs> Um, it's not the play for it. I know it's a completely wrong play. And no. he's like, I was like, oh, are we definitely yeah. are we set on you and just to check? No, we're yeah. good. no, that's good. He's we've good. Not, not, this isn't a, is this the know, a domestic no? drama. <laughs> I'm in already. One know? good beating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that was kind of that was quite nice. But do you find that, that happening that the the darkness comes first, or you you lead with that the kind of darker edges? And then have to soften them out, or yeah, where's that come from? Do you think? Um, I guess I was looking for the sort of drama in not mm. in in my life, but always looking for the yeah. I, I guess that's where I find them what interests me the most. Sure, sure, sure. I would kind of go for that kind of. I guess like last year playing Scrooge, it was like this is a guy who's basically in trauma. Mm. You know, um, he's had he's this awful childhood. He's had death. He's had you know, and he's kind of he's had his heart broken. Then he just basically just clams up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he just locks it away. So it's, it's childhood it. trauma that yeah, drives and he's, everything. And he's yeah. never ever addressed it, and and that was kind of interesting for me. So I guess I go there mm-hmm. first. That makes more sense to me than than and it's more interesting to me than it's not always right, but that's a kind of way in that I kind of go, oh, and then. Some will say, yeah, just it's too dark. Lighten up, you. But then you can also find so much of the humour in that darkness. Yeah, and you can play that darkness really straight to find humour. Of course. So it's a it's one way in. It's not everybody's way in, but it is one. Yeah, and then then it doesn't feel like surface when you're actually playing it because you've you've already kind of excavated that a little bit and kind of went oh checked what's, what's down there. Yeah, what's down there. So mm-hmm. m- maybe it does work in a weird way, but it, you know it, it's. It's quite interesting because I like to be, I like to have fun in the rehearsal room and, and, and mm. to be light and have a laugh and stuff. But like, but when it comes to, you know, when I'm looking for things in the script, it's, it's in, invariably it's like, whoa, look, oh, at yeah, that, look at that juicy bit there. But you're <laughs> one of these people, I think there's a lot of them in our business who you don't seem to take yourself too seriously. Yeah. You take your work seriously. Yeah. And I see the difference. And I think there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. So I, when it comes down to it, it's like, yeah, but. Let's get serious for a second. Yeah, I think like you were saying earlier, there's a fine line, isn't there? You kind of go, I hate when just there's wasted time and folk are like mucking about and that. And mm-hmm. but choose your moment, say that it doesn't kind of waste time in the rehearsal room, and you're kind of just pissing people off, and you, you know. So it's it's like, yeah, take the work seriously, don't take yourself too seriously, because you can't you can't be like it's just no there's no fun then, is it's it? Exhausting, I think. You know, especially if you're in something fairly heavy or anything you know even if you're not I think it applies to everything mm. really that you're in it's like you're looking for, looking for that humour because you think I want to have a nice productive day here with I want to have a laugh as well and then you know it's um, I think that's at the heart of everything I think people feel a bit more like they can uh, relaxed and they can sort mm. of but then do the work that allows people to do their best work yeah I think you go in like oh god you know scared you know, to move but I, but so I've, serious that it's yeah, impossible. But I've learned it over the years because it was far too intense when I was younger. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Especially at drama school. Was oh, like, yeah. I'd all, you know, the the books in my bag, mm-hmm. all the books, all, all the, the hag and all oh, the, yeah. you know, and I'm like, they're weight. These books are weighing me down, figuratively and, and literally, literally. Yeah, you got a little smoke to roll up, collar to the wind. Was it all that lark as well? Well, I didn't Serious really boy. smoke it 
I'd kind of stopped smoking by then, I think. Oh, no, I maybe quit for a bit, but it was far too serious, you know, and I was just like, but I was, <laughs> but I, I just, I want to be really serious about this, but I didn't realise yeah. you could have both. I think know? that's what I'm learning about life in general as I get mm. older is that two things can run concurrently. Yeah. You yeah. can be long, you can be sort of low level depressed or even anxious, yeah. but you might have a nice interaction with somebody. Yeah. And when I was younger, I would go, oh, I mustn't be depressed then. Because I just had a nice chat with him. You go, oh, no, no, no. The two can happen at the same time. Yep. They can give way to each other momentarily. And it's more subtle than what you think, maybe. Yeah, because everyone wants to go in and do a good job. And kind of, you know, get on with work and stuff. But um, but also you want to connect with people and go. Yeah. So anyway, how, how's things? How are you getting on? How's your day? Because people bring lots of shit in from their life, you know. And you're like, you don't know what's going on with people's lives. And you kind of don't want to add to any anxiety. But, um, Imagine you worked in an office though, like for twenty five years, and people bring in their. You work with the same people, yeah, yeah. doing a job that you were bored of, and then people bring in their stuff, their divorce and all that, and I just can't think of anything more tedious. Just the thought of it gives me the fear. You you mean having the same job for having like the same job mm. and doing something that you don't really care that much about that doesn't yeah. light you up in any way. I just, I can't believe, I say it all the time on this show, but I just can't believe how many people do that. Yeah. Just around the world. I think world. you get kind of stuck in. I think what, on the back of COVID and stuff, is like, you know those periods of you, you've got six weeks and you're not doing anything, like going, <laughs> they call it semi-retirement mm -hmm. at the moment. I'm like, I don't really enjoy those times. Mm. You know, I get to hang out with Romana at home and, and cook and just do other stuff. Mm -hmm. And and not worry about, oh, I'm not working. And, you know, because not drinking alcohol, save a bit of money and stuff mm -hmm. and you kind of, you're not kind of, I'm not as angsty as I was about not working. That's and cool. As long as I can pay the bills. That's cool. Yeah. So you actually can make the most of those periods rather than them being dead, waiting yeah, for the next thing. Because, you know, you look at, you know, especially around about Christmas time and, and it's getting towards the end of the Christmas run the younger actors are kind of going, oh, there's nothing coming in and I'm kind of like mm. going, Thank fuck there's nothing for me. Like, well, I'm let's all have right anyway. Let's, I know. But it's like that, you know, you want to keep going, keep going, keep going yeah. until, like, you keep the train going. But I like the, the downtime. I'm getting a wee bit more like that. I think, I wonder if, if some younger actors are like, what's next? Because they literally are burning through their, they're waiting for the next paycheck. Yeah. And the way things are now, I wouldn't mm. be surprised. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the flip to that, <laughs> it's pretty brutal, but I remember I've, couple of young actors like you know doing the Christmas show and like oh, I was like what's with the sigh it's like oh so oh, it's just oh, it's so tedious this isn't it it's like show after show it's like it's okay you'll be unemployed in two weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's what like, do you want I know it's like dude just dig in dig I, in and do the work don't I be a that, don't be a brat I love that like here we go for the 47th time I love it yeah I don't know what it is about it that I love, but it's, I'm obsessed. I'm what, like, you mean do like doing longer runs? Oh, yeah. Like when I got my schedule in for Christmas show, I counted the shows and I was like, mm, I guess I'll do... How many you got? 50. 50, wow. Not like 100. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? I don't know what it is. I, I is don't know if it's like... You're a masochist. Yeah, yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> uh, no, it's like, I think it's... There's some. There's a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I've done twelve shows. You this love week. that. I love you that. love it. How many podcasts have you done, Brian? Have your own show? Two hundred and eighty-five. Boom. Yeah, and I hate every moment of it, <laughs> and it drives me crazy. But I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I think it's a good attitude to have, though. Like, even if if that works for you and keeps you going and doesn't, because yeah. there's a lot of it's like oh, this again. You don't want anyone like that around you. Fuck no. You know what I mean? And it's like bringing it down and going, look. This is the job. You knew the contract when you signed it. It's like you knew there was fifty-two shows or whatever. Like, see, if you were it. if you were doing a thing for a year and no one was coming and it was awful, that's different. Aye, but see, like a pant or something, just yeah. fucking do it. That, Enjoy that, yourself, yeah. of course. And that's it's the a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, and but that's the war cry from a lot of kind of people over the years. You know, just like <laughs> I don't know. It's like I oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Don't worry, you'll be unemployed in two weeks. Yeah, that's. What and I then say. they'll be like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do in January?" And it's like, know. and then you hear the, "Oh, you and that's really cruel." It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's the truth. Deal with it, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any other uh, advice for young actors if if they're listening? Because I think a lot of them do. Right. I well, think I think the main audience for this show is actors who just graduated or about to, 
and it's this little insight of maybe they haven't mm. they obviously haven't done anywhere near what you've done in terms mm-hmm. of the your years of experience so i think that usually what i hear from audiences is they really appreciate the insight mm. into what it's like to actually do this job sorry that's not a question that's just yeah, me talking no, about my demographic i think it's a really important thing i think your your baseline fundamentals non-negotiables be on time mm. that's that's a big one mm-hmm. in fact be early what they say being early is being on time being on time is being late being late is unacceptable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that is that's the first one right definitely get there early get there early get there early just get there and just learn your lines just try and just be a good company member you know mm. and just try and see things up ahead solve problems get involved um, don't think you know everything that's Even dangerous, it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting in terms of like approaches and stuff. It, it, like, I'm, I see a, a few younger actors and they're like, um, I don't want to, um, you know, say you're doing a play like Death of a Salesman or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is just my kind of taking it over the years, what I've realised. It's like that you can easily, <clears throat> a lot of them say, no, I don't want to see anything or read anything or. I don't want to see the movie or blah blah blah, and I was I'm all, that always baffles me, like because I don't want it to influence my performance. Mm-hmm. You kind of go, oh wow, you're pretty confident of what you know, and I'm and I think I am the exact opposite to you that. You want to see it all. I want I want to see the I want to see the film. I want mm-hmm. there's a great book called Steal Like an Artist uh, by a guy called Austin Cleon. I know I'm aware talks, of it. I don't yeah, think I've ever read it, but I'm he aware talks of about it. Um, nothing is original. Mm-hmm. That's the way you go about it. If you're going to steal, steal from the best. There's a good theft and bad theft. There's like, good theft is you know. Do your research. Do a remix. Mm. You know, um, study stuff. Yeah. Study how actors do things. You know, make it an homage. A, yeah, to a great thing. It's, it's, don't impersonate. Don't plagiarize. Yeah, yeah. So make it. You know, and don't leave any stone unturned. So allow yourself to be influenced musicians do it all the time so why can't actors do it so it's like open yourself up to stuff so don't get trapped in that thinking that you you're going to be you know use your imagination but you you're going to be this is going to be a kind of groundbreaking thing it's like get out there and like Mm. be influenced by stuff Mm. you know don't think you know because you know, even if it's stuff you don't like, you go, oh, I don't like the way he does that. But I like, I like steal from everything. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But if you're going to steal, do it from good things. Yeah. So like, I I remember stealing from you once, and I got laughed out of the room. <laughs> I was auditioning, and I was like, I'll do it like you and Donald. And I really didn't, you know, I didn't even get a recall. And I was like, I know what's happened here. Steal from Sabbath saboteur. <laughs> you tried to influence me. You said, Why don't you try this? And I went and. T- it T- don't do that accent you do do this hey so I was thinking guys <laughs> but it's Shakespeare <laughs> hey Mercutio come to, here to be thus is nothing <laughs> to be safely thus <laughs> I know that's the universal accent isn't it's it universal accent it works for everything right it does yeah, yeah. But, what, um, what about the universal harmony universal harmony works for everything as well um, how's it go okay it's slightly flat but uh, no well go uh, it what, how give me something to okay do i'll sing um happy birthday to you go happy birthday to you <laughs> right happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you, you. Ba, 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 ba. that's what you do happy birthday you going happy birthday so yep. you happy birthday to you you go Happy, happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. So just da, 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 birthday. Da. Happy birthday to you. Oh, that's it. So um, you always go up on up that. A, that's up right. a fifth on the last note, and everything else is one note, right? Because Brian wrote this song years ago when we did Christmas Carol. Really brilliant song, and I absolutely <laughs> tore it to shreds with the Universal Harmony. <laughs> the Universal. And so it was. Um, so we say Merry Christmas. God bless us, everyone. And you and went, so we say, say Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. God, God bless, bless us, everyone. <laughs> and we won't forget Bobby. Bobby. Says Tiny Timber, Little Wooden Son. So it's always that last hour. And it uh, all works for everything. It just you works. It's it. amazing. If yeah. you're struggling in the song, just do that and yeah, people love you. For Universal it. Harmony. Universal Harmony, it's called, yeah. And so also, as we were talking about later, if in doubt, say the name of the play in the middle of the play <laughs> or at the end, even better. Gagarin way. What was the last line? Gagarin way was like, better get a fucking move on. We'll be back here in two hours. I didn't want to be fucking late. And then say, 
Gagarin way at the end. <laughs> oh, you also was. did. Didn't want to be fucking late. <laughs> just to mix up. Oh, that's it. Ruin, ruin the ruin play. The very last. Ruin line. the very last line. Didn't want to be fucking late. And then. And then. Lights. Or applause. Or maybe. Gagarin way. Gagarin way. Oh yeah, that's it. As huh? if it's like an advert for a for a tile shop on a radio <laughs> station. Didn't want to be fucking late. Or don't. Gagarin way. That's it. Don't wait till the end. Say it. Just do just it. Whatever. Do it to a scene. It's like you're just quiet and there's a wee beat in the scene. You go. Look to the audience and go, Gagarin way. <laughs> like in case you weren't sure what we were doing here. And a little kind of like almost a shrug as well with the hands out. Gagarin way. As if to say, what's it like this? Some carry on. Gagarin way. Just in case. Or, or we, you know, like a wee eye roll at Gagarin way. Passing places. Passing places. Uh-huh. The thing is with that, no one could ever say, were you doing Gagarin's way? It's like, oh it's yeah, not you that. always get that, don't you? You're doing. Uh, Golem's way. You and Gagarin ways. You and Gagarin ways. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love when people do the. What do you call it? The little nickname thing where they shorten uh, it. You and um, you and salesman. You and salesman. <laughs> I, I remember what we did on salesman ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, salesman. Are you and um, were you and way? Were you and Gagarin? <laughs> you and Gaga. I remember you and Gaga. You were great. You did sons up at the rep. Eh? Sons. sons. <laughs> oh my. Oh, sons. oh, did you do oh, all? Oh God, I was doing sons. Sunshine. Yeah. But then you get confused because there's like Sunshine Boys, Sunshine yeah, Hotels, in Midsummer, Midsummer. But it's Midsummer. Dream, the dream. Oh, yeah, the dream. That's how they say. They say the dream. Yeah, and they do it. And people do it in London. I'm just outside Lion King. You're at the Lyceum. <laughs> that's an theater. I'm outside Lion King. I'll meet you just at Tina. Stop a second. <laughs> Excuse no. me. Come here. That's completely away. wrong. Just say the whole thing. <laughs> hey, I'm outside Lion King, Mister Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know what we've talked about there, but we seem to have talked about many. I know it got a wee bit serious about. I don't mean to preach when it comes to all that stuff about. No, but actors, I asked you for your. To, yeah, I yeah. You but for I, your I, I do, advice. I do. I, that's what I believe. And, I love uh, it. And yeah, and um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of pick up little tidbits over the way, and uh, yeah, be a nice person. Just be a nice guy. Be a good company member. Gagarin way. Gagarin way. A Christmas carol. <laughs> Can you do? We finished the conversation, but at the very end, you say the name of the podcast in that style, right? So we're just about to finish. So, so Ewan, thanks very much for talking to me. That's it's just been great to have you. Oh, it's been great uh, being here. Thanks again, Brian. Putting it together. <laughs> You and Donald there, that's got to be good for you. It's got to be good for you to listen to that conversation. I hope so. It certainly was for me. I really enjoyed chatting to you, but I always do. We just we just talk for hours. Um, and as, as I may have mentioned, we shared a dressing room, uh, I think, once or maybe more than once. I'm not sure if we did on our tour, but we've worked together a couple of times and just had the greatest time. And I think it's like I say, you know, he, he doesn't, he takes the work seriously, but doesn't take himself too seriously. And and I think that's a good, strong combination. I think it's an ideal combination, in fact. Um, And that's been evident when I've worked with him. And I hope I get to work with him again. Now he's moving into directing. He's got his showreel business. You know, it's great. It's great to see good people doing well. So thanks very much for listening to me. Thanks for coming along and being part of this wee journey. Now, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by following us on social media, Pet CC Pod on all the usual platforms. Give us a retweet, give us a wee share, remind people or tell people for the first time that you're listening to the show. Tell them what you like about it and get more people to come along and listen. And another great way you can support the show is by going to our website, puttingittogethercast.com and clicking on Donate. And you can donate any amount, large or small, and it helps with the running costs of this show, which are all split equally between me and producer Cole, who does a terrific amount of work as well. So that is puttingittogethercast.com. Click on the donate button and you can make a regular donation or just one off, whatever you like. And it all goes towards the running costs of this show, which aren't nothing. And this equipment is expensive and the reason that it sounds good, crisp and clear is not only because there's time put into it and effort, but because we're using top equipment as well. So bear that in mind, think about it. If you think it's worthwhile, then drop us a quid. Up to you. And if you don't, want to, can't afford to, for whatever reason, just keep listening. I need you and your ears more than I need your money. So keep coming back and listening to our episodes. There's over 280 in the archive anytime you like. 
a, a lot of great names and, and maybe some people you've not heard of whose life may just fascinate you or inspire you to change something in yours um, because we want to keep our creative lives open, flowing, juiced up uh, and that's hopefully what this podcast can do for you. So keep listening uh, and let me know what you think. Tweet me, email me, brian at puttingittogethercast.com Anytime. Always like to hear from people and offer a hand if I can. So thanks very much for listening. Have a great week. Keep it gentle. Drink your water. Look after yourself. Cheerio now.